quiet day, but we're going to talk about uh, an April day, and that's going to be a day-night experience as uh, we're looking ahead to April of 2024. And with me is uh, Connie Mayer of the Adams County Community Foundation and Sheriff of Adams County, Dan Maywar. Welcome once again to the Imaginary Mountain. Thank you for having us. Thank you. We should have, let's see, get that one. There we go. Um, Okay. I know you've been working on this and planning for this event, which is going to be kind of a once-in-a-lifetime event for many. But uh, I don't know how many more eclipses I'll be able to see, but I'm looking forward to this experience and a lot of planning going in, Connie. You know, there is. I was so impressed last month when the first responders collected together to discuss um, what to expect in the on April 8th, whenever the the total eclipse occurs here in Adams County, and there must have been 35, 40 people in the room that we met at the at the jail. Dan um, Mayhor hosted the meeting, and there was just so many people there, and it was quite. Um, it was just educational to see so many people come together and all the research that's been done by the EM, the emergency management uh, uh, system to make sure we're prepared for this. And um, I'm an unlikely candidate to go into that meeting because what do I have to do with first responders? Well, when Dan submitted a grant to the Adams County Community Foundation for solar eclipse glasses, my board members said, I don't think that he's asked for enough money. Let's call him and see if maybe we can double the, his request so that more sunglasses, more solar eclipse glasses could be purchased. And Dan readily took our phone call and um, agreed that more glasses could be used. And Dan, um, you're the one who uh, oftentimes heads up these meetings. How many people actually attended um, at the recent meeting? It was well over 40 people. Uh, but planning for this actually kicked off. I attended my first meeting back in February uh, with the Department of Natural Resources. They're kind of taking the lead on this at the state level. Um, they have over 50 properties that are involved in this eclipse. Uh, and the lodges and the inns and the cabins, they were already booked out for the 8th for that whole weekend. Um, and then the campgrounds, they open up six months beforehand. And that first day, which was just earlier this month, uh, the first day it opened up, all campgrounds were sold out in the first day mm-hmm. of all 52 properties in the state of Indiana that are owned and managed by the DNR. So this is going to be a huge event as long as the weather cooperates. She um, showed me pictures, and including traffic jams, I think, in Kentucky mm-hmm. in, the, in the most recent uh, solar Yes, back in 17, there was one, and something that normally took three, three and a half hours drive time. We had representatives from the state of Indiana go down. It took them three and a half hours to get down there. It took them over 11 hours to get home. Wow. So if the weather's cooperative, Adams County could be looking at thirty to 50,000 people coming in. Oh, my. So imagine with that many people coming in, we need to make sure our residents are prepared. They've gone to the grocery store to get everything they need, their prescription medication. They need to stay put during those three days leading up to the solar eclipse and then maybe for a day afterwards because the traffic is just going to be um, very congested. What will the timeline be for the totality? It will start uh, in southwest uh, Indiana about 10 till 3. Uh, and it moves across the state, but our area here uh, in in Adams County is about a little after three. Three ten is going to be our prime time, 
And what what does that involve? What's what happens on three ten on a weekday? Oh, it's drive time. Well, drive, school. School's getting out. Schools, yes. So talking to our school superintendents, um, after they have been to some meetings, I've had individual meetings with them, kind of tell them what we can expect, uh, what problems we could have. They are in agreement right now. They are planning on having e-learning days. So right, students right. and staff will not be on the roads. Getting to school might not be a problem. Getting home could be a huge problem. Right. Buses might not be able to make turns because people want to park on roads, and it's just going to be a nightmare. I've lived in several locations over my lifetime, but I think there are more, seems like to me, more U.S. highways that go through Adams County than any place <laughs> I can recall. We, we have a lot, and three major ones are coming from the interstate over to us. Yes. And we expect huge backups on those roads. So the schools uh, using their wisdom and saying, you know what, we're going to go at least an e-learning day. And then if the state in the future comes out and say, hey, you could take the day off without penalty, they might do that. It might depend on snow days over the winter. Who knows? But at least there'll be an e-learning day and there'll be no sports activities that day. Okay. They've already got a hold of the athletic directors and trying to rearrange any type of events because, again, buses won't be able to get there. And Connie said this will be on a, a Monday? On a Monday, yes. And um, what we're... Initially, it seems like, well, why wouldn't we want to have the kids in school? It would be a fabulous educational experience because of everything that the sheriff just explained. Being able to leave the school might, may take hours, if not more, to get those school kids home. So Dan um, has applied for a grant. So sunglasses or solar eclipse glasses will be distributed to school children, hopefully with instructions on how to use Absolutely. them. Absolutely. And then um, they'll be able to experience this with their parents or with another adult. Wow. Yeah, that's the reason I, I got the grant, trying to think about preparing the kids uh, so they don't look, because that's one thing uh, after talking with Dr. Bixler, eye doctor here in town, the damage to the eye can be permanent and it can be very quick with this. Um, right. People like to re, uh, compare it to like when you look at somebody who's welding, mm -hmm. people get a scratchy eye, dry eye. This doesn't happen this way. It You look at it and it's too long and you'll see a black dot in the center of your eye and you'll have it for the rest of your life. Wow. It's immediate, it's not painful, but it's permanent. Permanent. Um, so that's what's so important about these glasses. So my first grant was, I thought was enough for kids, the the board members called me. They were willing. I said, let's double it. So now we have over 12,000 sets of glasses that will be distributed out to all public schools, all Amish schools, any school that wants them. All they have to do is get us the number of their students, and the week before, they'll have them so they can pass them out. Because, again, this happens on a Monday, so they need them before that Friday. And this will be much more totality, especially around here, than the one in 2017. That is correct. And... Another one like this in our area is not supposed to happen until like 2092. Wow. So this could be a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for people. Uh, but yes, um, we are on the northern edge of the totality of this, the eclipse. If you get down by Richmond, Brown County, there's a small line that goes through the state of Indiana. That's where it's going to be dark for several, several minutes. We might get pretty dark for maybe two minutes. Um, but some of the places in the main main line could be dark for six minutes or so, they are saying. Street lights will be coming on. Oh, yeah. And think about it. Um, and DNR's put out some information on it, and we're passing it out through our public library system to our Amish schools and stuff. The horses. Oh, how are wow. they going to react? Wow. Where all of a sudden right. it's pure daylight, and within minutes it goes black. 
we don't know how these horses are going to react or how animals in general are going to react. So we really don't want the buggies out on the road during this either. That's a good point. The roads are going to be heavily populated with people not from here, not used to the Amish buggies mm. and horses and animals. We could have... And we could have animals, bulls and cows knocking down fences. We don't know how the animals are going to react to this. The temperature is going to drop drastically very quickly. It could be 10 to 15 degrees and going from daylight to dark. And it could last from getting a little dark to blackness to lightning. It could be a total of about an hour or so. Sure. But our total darkness is going to be a couple minutes. But the temp they expect the temperature to drop 10 to 20 degrees. And I think it's very wise to have an e-learning day because... You know, children, and I have two great-grandchildren and a um, grandchild and, uh, well, actually three grandchildren and two great-grandchildren. And, you know, kids want to dare each other. Mm -hmm. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, look <laughs> at it and everything else. And so, like I said, the schools are educating. They're using this as an education, too, talking sure. about it, uh, talking now and going up through to, to the spring. Having the glasses there, they, they know they can look at it and it'll be safe. Uh, speaking of the glasses, I do want to drop one website. This is where we've been getting our glasses. It's a trusted website. And the number that it says, the, the safety number, is very important. You want to make sure it says this on it. If it's not, this glasses might not be safer to use. But we've been ordering from www.eclipseglasses.com. E-C-L-I-P-S-E-G-L-A-S-S-E-S.com. Eclipseglasses.com. The American Paper Optics. And the ISO number that is very important. ISO 12312-2. Anywhere you can buy... You want that ISO number. That's that's rated for an eclipse. Uh, otherwise than that, it might not give you the protection. So you don't have to buy from this website. But if you buy any, you want that ISO number 12312-2 to make sure that's listed on what the what the safety rating is listed as. And I've already try, tried one of them on, and they really filter out all the light except for the one you had on your phone, mm -hmm. Connie. Yeah, uh, I've put them on uh, and looked up at the sun, and you can't see until you look up at the sun, and then you can see the ring of the sun and the sun. So they are dark. I mean, mm -hmm. you can't see anything just looking out outside a window. It's it, it's black, and then until you look up the sun, then you can see the ring of the sun. Roosters will be crowing in the afternoon. It could be. It <laughs> could be. It's it's something that I've never witnessed in my lifetime. I've seen some partial eclipses, but not a not a total eclipse. So. Um, Half of me, honestly, if I can be honest, half of me wants it to rain, and half of it wants it to happen, be a beautiful day so I can experience. But I just want our citizens to understand it's going to be hectic here. Right. And people are going to start moving in on Friday. Some communities are turning this into a festival, hosting things, having bands, and Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Eclipse Monday, and have everybody leave on Tuesday. Don't know what to expect. Um but what we do expect, any type of parking lot that's available, our parks around town, people are going to be there. They could be driving down the road, and if they can't find it, they're just going to stop and park on the road. We have our emergency services. We have certain plans that are set up that we will distribute our resources all over the county on both sides of 27. This is fire. This is police. This is medics. Um, this is what we are planning for, and we have starting been planned for. But we also want... We need some help from the community. Right. Um, like Connie was saying, we have some sub-communities coming up. And there's two of them that we are really asking for help. Uh, we have a sub-committee of viewing, lodging, and local support. 
Um, we don't have anybody signed up for that yet. This is where we're looking at maybe chamber, city of chamber members, uh, rot rotary members, uh, civic groups here in in our community that could help. We don't need a lot of people, just one from a group or something like that, because these committees are only comprised of five to six people. Um, but it will give us their view, their inputs, uh, because we might not think of what they're thinking about, because that's not what I do. Um, they will understand our views and endpoints of why we can't do that or why we don't want that to happen. Um, but that's one of viewing, lodging, and local support. Um, another one is um, public safety. That's where we have the health department. We have the hospital on board. We have IDHS, Indiana Department of Homeland Security. Uh, obviously, I'm going to be a part of that one. But honestly, we're looking for some more medical, maybe some of our local eye doctors. Because what we are hoping to try and do is if we can get a couple eye doctors to volunteer some time and have them posted north and south to where if somebody believes they have an eye injury, because they can go get immediate looked at and the doctor can say, okay, you look, you're going to be all right. Or maybe you need to go to Fort Wayne or something else. So that's another goal we're hoping for is to get some optometrists on board to where they can maybe spend a little time with us and volunteer and be at a place where somebody can come and get checked out if need be. It was educational to me when I was asked um, to be the media representative uh, for EMA, Emergency Management Agency, and then LAPC, Local Emergency Planning Committee. Mm -hmm. And, to, to, and of course, back then, one of the big things was Y2K, 2000. But just so many other scenarios that the normal person, uh, workaday person, uh, wouldn't think of, but that's what you have to do. Yep. I mean... Most people think, oh, yeah, a lot of people come in, it's great, it, it lasts for a couple hours, and then everything will be back to normal. Well, it won't be that quick if we get that many new people into our area. I mean, just think, our population of this county is 35,000. So if we double our population, oh what is that going to do to us? <laughs> Restaurants will run out of food. Gas stations will run out of gas. Um, no place to go. Uh, they talked about the tow trucks. Yeah, tow trucks gonna... who run out of gas. How do we get them to tow trucks? I mean, mm -hmm. it, this could be a big headache. Um, but if people plan for it, mm -hmm. if our local businesses plan for it, and how do we know that restaurants are going to run out of food and gas stations are going to run out of gas? Could it happen down in Kentucky in 17? Absolutely. And We're I, learning from past experiences. I remember reading and seeing some reports, and I'm from greater Cincinnati area. I've been away for a long time, but my mom's still down there in Ripley County, Indiana. But I remember on the, the media out of Cincinnati that they were talking about uh, how many thousands of people descended upon, well, the parks mm -hmm. in Kentucky and that general area. Mm -hmm. We were lucky at the last meeting, a representative from, from Kentucky who experienced the 2017 eclipse in Kentucky attended this meeting and, is, and gave everyone sort of the, the upside and the downside of having an eclipse going through your community. And the one thing that really stood, stood out in my mind is the fact that you know, what Dan said, they, the solar chasers, they're, they're called, will come two or three days beforehand, and they will go to the local hardware and grocery stores and Walmarts and purchase so many things that they need because when they left 12 hours ago, they thought they would just go ahead and buy the things that they need once they get here. But he said, when they leave, these people aren't from our community. They just get in their car and leave. And so he said there was a full three-day cleanup to make sure that everything from all of these people from out of town just just left there in their campsite, took off, and, and 
it was left to the community to clean up afterwards. Wow. And, and she says campsite. This is not at a campground. This is in a parking lot. This is at our Lingrove Park yes. on the side of the county roads. Anywhere they can go where there's open spaces, that's where they're going to go. Um, so it is a cleanup afterwards. Um, and like I said, and I don't mean this to be, but mm -hmm. this is not their community. So mm -hmm. they don't care about it like we do. And they will just pack up and leave. And where are they going? They might be traveling to try and view it again later on. They'll just hightail it out of town and try and get out ahead of it again, see if they can watch it again. Um, usually they can't do that because it moves pretty quick. Mm -hmm. Like I said, it's in our entire state for about 12 minutes. Uh, and after that, it's, it's gone. So it, it's quick, but a lot of people cram in here, but the problem is when they leave, they come in over days, but when it's over at 3.15 that afternoon, it's a mass exodus. Mm -hmm. And that's where we have to have patience. We will get the roads. We're going to force people to the major roads. Um, all my staff is going to be working. Um, it's, it's, it's going to be fun, but for a lot of people, it won't be fun for them. As a statistic, um, Adams County is within a one-day drive of 70% of the United States population. So we're not saying 90% of the, of the United States is going to be coming to Adams County or to this area, but if even 10% did, that's a significant amount of people that's going to double the resources that we have here in Adams County. Now, how much difference will there be for people like in the greater Chicago area, or for that matter, maybe the greater Cincinnati area or Columbus, Ohio, um, as far as w would they be um, more apt to come to where it's going to be more totality yes. here? Yes, Chicago, all the state of Michigan. Within a day's drive. Coming down. Uh, yeah, that's what we're expecting. All the northern people, we're the closest they can get to us. So this is where they're going to come. Uh, and that's what we just, we just don't know. Uh, but that's what we're expecting. That's where the people are going to come from. Um, and there is a huge following of people that likes to see the eclipses and they will come, they will drive. Some will drive days, but we expect the Chicago, the Detroit, the Lansing, all those people, Wisconsin, this is where they're going to come because we're the closest to them. I'm thinking about shift changes too. <laughs> we're, we're 24 hours a day. We're, we're mm -hmm. not always attended overnight, mm -hmm. but I mean, we have our night guy, uh, Steve Rouse, is here many times past midnight. Oh, yeah. He's supposed to be here about 3.30, 3.45. That'd mm -hmm. be right in the uh, drive Correct. time. And yeah. that's what our businesses, our factories, have to take that in consideration. If you have a second shift coming in, huh, it's going to be hard. It is going to be hard in your first shift going out, trying to get them home. Wow. It's going to be difficult. So it's, it's going to be something that most people have never experienced. Dan, are you going to recommend to the businesses that they just close down for that day? I will never tell business what to do. <laughs> uh, but they have to understand if, if they have certain type of things that need people to be there at a certain time, they're going to have to take that into consideration. Mm -hmm. um, but the county will not tell anybody to close down uh, like in a snowstorm. Right, yeah. We only control county offices, local businesses. They'll have to make that decision for themselves. Mm -hmm. But they need to think about this. If they have certain machines that need to be operated by a human being, they, they either have them come in a little bit earlier or because I'm not guaranteed the roads are going to be open. You were right. talking about in Y2K, you and your police force had to pack a go bag what's mm -hmm. a go bag maybe that would be recommended a go bag for us uh, for officers is a set of clothing some food some snacks some water stuff like that that we can su survive for a day or two if we have to 
Um, you just never know what's going to happen. Uh, but like I said, my, my staff is all days off are canceled. Vacations already been canceled. Um, I'm only 18 man department. So I, I need all my guys on all the time, probably during that weekend from Saturday, Sunday, Monday, a lot would depend on weather. If it's storming and raining and we know we won't have good weather for it, we won't have the people show up for it. They will drive South or they'll try and drive someplace else. So a lot of this is going to be a lot of planning. And if it rains for nothing, a lot of planning and it's beautiful, then we'll be ready for it. That's that's what we do. That's exactly what you do. You plan for the worst and uh, hope our, for the best. Our, our ladies at the EMA, Barb and Megan, they have done an outstanding job with mm-hmm. this. They have been going to meetings almost biweekly now, uh, weekly meetings. Um, and if you have an interest in becoming one of these members of these subcommittees, please reach out to our local EMA office, Barb or Megan, at 260-724-5320. 724 5320. That is our EMA office. You can ask for Barb or Megan and let them know you're interested in uh, becoming part of our one of the subcommittees, and they'll be glad to hear from you. Um, we will be doing more and more education as time comes on. Um, we're doing more here on the radio with you as time comes on. We're hoping to have individuals from these different subcommittees coming in, talking, kind of telling what we're working on, what's good, what's bad. Um, but we, we need the public's help, and the public has to understand this is going to be a big event for our county. And planning ahead and becoming educated mm-hmm. and to what uh, mm-hmm. the possibilities will be. Mm-hmm. You know, one thing, I just flipped the page here, and it made me th- think of the overload of the cellular system is going to be possible. It's, it's very likely that your cell phones will not be able to work because of the overload. Because we've just now had 40,000 people come in with their own cell phones, um, just make sure that there's a lot of there's a lot of planning that this group has gone into that I've got to tell you I've, I tip my hat to them they've really thought it through and hopefully all of our community our residents and our surrounding areas will understand they really need to take this seriously and and educate themselves on what's what's coming it's a bit of a storm it's sort of like having a big storm that's rumbling and and if you're prepared for it then you don't have any problems with it. You've got your food, you've got your supplies, you've got your go bag, but if you're not prepared and you have an elderly neighbor that wasn't keeping up with it or you have some people that maybe is not keeping current with what's going on, please take the time to let them know that this is a, this is a very serious quote unquote storm that's coming, that we know is coming, that we need to prepare for. And these safety uh, glasses are just a tremendous uh, asset to uh, planning and preparing the uh, young people because this will be something they'll never forget. No, hopefully not. And many adults will never right. forget it, because absolutely. most, I've said, we've seen partials, but uh, most adults have not seen a t- total eclipse. And uh, it's different. It's, it's unique. Uh, and people say you will remember. And again, I don't think the next one's due in our area until around 92 so this is once in a lifetime for most of us absolutely well connie mayor from the community foundation here in adams county and adams county sheriff dan maywar thank you for coming in i know you'll be visiting with dave nathan uh, on the way probably uh, within a month or so well you know we're happy to come here and again i'm my involvement is providing support to all of these agencies these folks are going to be coming in and hopefully giving more information to the residents and your listeners so that they can become prepared for what's coming in april well, it's exciting. 
<laughs> but yeah. as time gets closer, I'm sure the, we'll have to watch our blood pressure. <laughs> yeah, Dan's got the date. How many How many days? 166 days to wow. this event and counting down. Interesting. April the 8th of Monday. Monday. 2024. Okay. Thank you both. Thank you very Thank much you for, for having us. Happiness. You're very welcome.